This is your man, Ezar, a.k.a. Street Cries, on the ones and twos, voice of the unheard. And today what we're going to be talking about is like the workforce since COVID. And I'm chilling right here with my man, Reggie Mack. Say what's up to the people, man. Yo, 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 you already know this your man, Reggie Mack, doing it big over here for the voice of the unheard. Yeah, so what we're going to be doing is talking about like pretty much the workforce since COVID, maybe a little bit uh, before COVID, but definitely after COVID, uh, because I did some research on this, and it was a very, very interesting topic on like the people, and that actually uh, correlates with what we was talking about, the customer service situation. So I had to definitely dig deeper and deeper and deeper into that whole situation. So like I said, this is your boy Ezar and my man Reggie Mack. You already know. On the ones and twos, voice of the unheard. Let's go ahead and get it in. Like it's supposed to be done. Always, baby. So I did this research, and you know what I'm saying? I, I was, I was uh, reading some things on the internet, yeah. and it was talking about how the people uh, that was working certain types of jobs, I would say like servers and cashiers and things like that, how they quit their jobs and how they're probably going to need to go in, not only into a different job, but a different type of uh, workforce in order to sustain because everything is going up. All the rent is going up. Um, but those jobs are jobs that are going to be, I guess, eventually uh, crossed out by AI. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the situation. The biggest hit that happened during COVID was customer service. Yeah. The biggest hit that happened after Africa will during the latter part of this pandemic uh-huh. has been customer service. Yeah, definitely. And that's been in every facet. Uh, I'd like to touch on a couple of things. Basically, the fact that it's not just one industry. Right. It's the the entire customer service industry industry itself. So like when I'm dealing with DMV, they have people there that don't know what they're doing. Right. I always have to refer to somebody else. When I go out to eat, there's additional training needed because the server doesn't know how to attend to people. Uh, When I call customer service about my credit cards, Uh when I call about my bank accounts, it's either automated or the person on the phone has no idea what I'm talking about and they're just reading from a script. Customer service is taking an ultimate dive and it is depressing sometimes trying to interact and get things done. Yeah, because we are social people. So we're used to dealing with other people, but everything has gone to um, the technology. Yeah. Like when you go to a customer service job and do the actual training, usually, and I'm thinking that's because of COVID, usually you have to do it through video. Everything is video. There's no like human connection in that situation so i think that that is one of the proofs that every a lot of stuff has gone to a downfall it's definitely especially customer service yeah i definitely agree no on connection that. Uh, what you'll hear from these businesses and right i'm sure you're here you've heard it before right is that it's efficient yeah exactly so i can supposedly train a whole bunch of people very easily with one program without having to pay somebody supervise when in all actuality, I mean, the way that the world has been going and the way the United States was built, that's the exact opposite. It's now starting to do that in schools. 
So those exactly. that were in school before uh-huh. are readily equipped to have just a monitor and an AI talk to them like someone below the age of 25 is. Right. And that's making it extremely difficult because the communication is lost. That understanding of, hey, remember it like this? Do you remember watching this commercial? Do you remember this TV show? Right. Think about doing it like this. That communication is very, uh, very consistent during training because you were able to reach many people on many levels. Right. Uh, even if they had different generations, there were still TV, there were still interactions of some type of music that everybody could understand. Right. And now you're having it done with an AI and a program that's doing it with some lowest bidder, the, the lowest of the low type of finances to create the project uh-huh. just to get you to understand it, to be the lowest rung of the business and then treat you as such rather than realize that customer service is the very building block of the majority of businesses in America. Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that because if the customer service sucks, the customers will go somewhere else. Exactly. So I feel like there's actually a disconnect with humans since COVID as a whole. I agree. There's definitely has been disconnect in a job place because if you work from home and you're not around like your co-workers and things like that, um, it's hard. It's harder to connect to what you're supposed to be doing. Yes. So a lot of times people use, that's why people go into um, actual school, school, instead of doing school online because they need that connection with the person that is teaching it. So once you take that out, there's sometimes a lag in how you're going to connect to the material that they're teaching you. So I definitely believe that uh, as a whole, humans have definitely, we're being programmed to have a disconnect with other humans. Now, I don't know if that was uh, systematically done. I don't know what's really going on. And I do too, to a certain degree, but there's a disconnect. Like, and that's the reason why you got a whole lot of stuff that's going on now. I believe that wasn't going on when other humans couldn't connect to other humans. Give me your thoughts on that, Leo. All right. Uh, There has been an increase in technology and social media presence to connect more people than there ever has been before. Right. And so the communication of disease and and all that is, is at a higher sense now. But we have in every other generation prior to us have had experience of some type of pandemic like we're experiencing. Right. It seems like it's been exacerbated because there is a social media presence. And so those villages that may have had it a hundred years ago now spread to entire towns and counties at the same rate as it did in a small town because of the, of course, increase of human population. Right. The increase of, of social social uh, connections in media. Social media prior to the pandemic allowed a lot of people to engage even face-to-face and physically in some type of meeting. Right. So that also did not want to die out when the pandemic hit. We all know people that went out and went to parties and all that other stuff and what's happening because of social media. Right. So it's a double-edged sword in regards to how it expanded past and currently. The, the main caveat is the fact that it did it faster now than it did before yeah. because of the population and technology. Uh, I find it very awkward that along with this pandemic that happened across the entire United States. Entire. Why is it now that pockets 
large pockets are being hit by the monkeypox? Is it just population? Or is it specific placement for the population for it to have that fear? Because there's been a lot of going on of not working because I don't want to take the COVID vaccination, which I understand. Uh-huh. I had to, and now I'm experiencing the worst headaches in my life sporadically. Oh, I have, I man. Have no way to monitor it. Right. And so if you could imagine that exponentially on everybody else that had to take a shot because they had to feed themselves. Uh-huh. And now you have this monkeypox situation going on that's going to force people supposedly to get a vaccination before they work for somewhere they don't want to. Wow. The world is separating on purpose. On purpose. Uh, is, listen to that. On purpose. This is an <laughs> internal anarchy that's going on. Right. Uh, this is not one that we are seeing in the streets and people are burning cars, but we are seeing this within the workforce that we're right. talking about. Where you get paid and that so you can survive and eat. Education uh-huh. is also lacking. Right. I mean, if you see it now, it's K-12 and they have commercials where if you can't take it because someone kicked your chair to go home and educate, like that's ridiculous. They're making people very weak in regards to the resolve of interacting with other humans. Right. I'm not saying you have to listen to the worst. I'm not saying you have to have someone pull your hair, Uh even as an adult. But there are some things that you have to be able to go through to understand where you are, who you are as an individual, and how you apply that in the workforce. And that has been extremely lacking with this generation, which is why we're not getting the customer service and understanding in the medical field, and the the government offices, Uh and food services, Uh and the majority of customer service brand, which is 90% of America itself. Right. Uh, It's it's a downcline, decline, excuse me, made on purpose, because something of this magnitude does not happen all of a sudden. Not with the technologies that we have in place to identify certain diseases, to identify humans. People are really believing that there's a Similac or or a a baby food shortage. Like there's not monitoring on how it happened. That had to be projected. But then that goes into, again, the workforce because there wasn't people there that knew what they were doing. Uh There wasn't enough people there. Right. Now all of a sudden it rolls downhill and we have these other extremity problems across the world. It's created on problem because I mean on purpose because people aren't either paying attention right. or creating what if you've listened to and paid attention in between the lines, a new world order is seemingly being constructed. Yo, that was deep, Claire. And I agree with you on a whole lot of that. Um gas. Gas. Baby food. Food, food, <laughs> food in general. Food in general. Yeah, water. A lot of places are going. They're having droughts in places where they never had droughts at. So I have a small question. Uh-huh. How is it that we know as a humane society, with senses being as kind of accurate as it can be, have a good grip on how the world is populating with how many people are having people, but there's no way that we're understanding about the use of water and how much a person would need or a family, even though we've been monitoring that in every country across the entire world. I just don't understand how these things are said to be, oh my gosh, pandemics with no precursor. Right. Other than the fact that, hey, we have people under a regime that rely on things that's called the government. 
So if we tell them something, they have no education or idea because they went to school and got de-educated on themselves on interacting with each other and uh-huh. just believing what they're spoon-fed. Again, part of the deal. Escape goats. <laughs> that's what that is. I feel like that's a lot of things that's going on that's an escape goat. You have to really, really uh, dig in to the guts of what's going on in your community, what's going on yes. in your country yes. in order to understand, like, wake, like, wake up. Yes. Smell the coffee. Wake up. Um, they're trying to do all types of things, take certain rights away. You see that all the time with the whole uh, female situation with them saying that females can have abortion. They're trying to make it illegal in certain places. Just really wake up and really understand what's going on. And I know my bad. I, I got off the little topic of the, the whole workforce, but I feel like it's a situation where it ties in. Yeah, all of it ties in where like they're trying to make it so that we are okay with not having human like connection, like human interactions. Uh, interactions. On yeah, on a deep level. Because yeah. if you are in a job and then somebody is teaching you something and then everything is via uh, the video, it's not the same type of connection if you're in like a classroom or you in a situation where you can actually see that person so you can have a human connection to that so that you can connect to what they're trying to teach you. Well, not just that. I mean, let me take it a step further and, and, and our listeners understand as well as my man here. Right. Uh, when you are in a classroom, there's a certain connection that you make with the teacher. Actually. Right. Now, when you get out of that classroom, you still have that connection that you either want to do better, that person knows your weaknesses, and you don't feel defeated, you feel empowered. Right. But when going through with the machine, there's no one to interact with to feel your understanding. Exactly. To get you to that next step outside, exactly. of, just, outside of just the program. Exactly. And I think that a lot of a lot of times um, there's a lot of like high school people that like the dropout rate is crazy right now. Well, there is no dropout rate. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about like the high school. No, exactly. So am I. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to argue on that point. I'm just saying there is no dropout rate because there is no education. Oh, OK. I understand there is that. no education because now if you're a kid, not now. I mean, it was happening when we were in school at a later year, but it still pains me. And again, this ties back into the workforce. So don't think it's just off subject. We're talking. Oh about no, everything lead, gonna lead up to the workforce because these are the people that's actually going to be getting the jobs. So <laughs> yeah. So back to what I was saying in regards to the education and how it's changed. Uh huh. It's making things different in regards to how people are interacting with their kids. Interacting, right. Interacting at home. Right. How that it, how that education is going forward and, and assimilating into the workforce. Education itself was always behind to make people uh, a drones rather than actually unified human working together and getting better society. And so when you're taking that out away from them and made it more just like working at home, which has changed the workforce, now exactly. you have school at home, uh-huh. which is again changing the workforce because that education, understanding, and connection is not the same. It is not. And so you're going to have that stale robot 
at your local convenience store because that's better than the 19-year-old that just graduated that didn't interact with any other humans rather than just their flawed parents who couldn't understand their own mental situation. And I'm not saying that for everybody, uh-huh. but everybody can understand we all have mental issues at right. times. And if you only have one side of it, it's going to affect you, which is the reason why we interact with other humans throughout school and interactions at work. But if we limit that, we have no uprising of self. We have no self-identification because we're not basing it on anything except for a machine, which again destroys the workforce, which destroys the home, which destroys humanity, which again creates a new world order. One more time for the listeners. It's a new world order. Yeah, where they want you to just do whatever it is that they say that they want you to do, but there are certain things that they have to cut off and make dead so that you won't be a person that go against the grain. So they're cutting off social interaction with other humans. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) That physical social interaction. Yeah, they cutting that off. The reason why is because you can get a feeling for a person. You can't do that on the internet. Exactly. Everybody thinks that, and this is my personal stance, and please comment on this particular topic if you Definitely. That I'm about to bring up uh, the bully situation. You know, I really feel that the cyber bully has grown exponentially versus the bully that we all know at school who really iron shaped iron. Teamwork makes the dream work. And when I say that in regards to the bully at school or the bully at work, you understood what you were willing to accept, not willing to accept, and how to resolve it. You learn from that. You can't learn from a cyber bully because it's everywhere, it's invisible, and again, it's no interaction. Do you get what I'm saying? Please comment on this when you listen to this, when you're passing it to your friends. Remember, you can always hear us on all things podcasts and social media. I definitely want to get into this further uh, with somebody else's uh, viewpoints. Maybe, right. What else you got on this? So that that was about it. I just wanted to uh, open up a little window to let you know uh, the, the way that we think and the way that we see about certain uh, topics. Like I did, like I said, research on the workforce, and I was seeing how much that changed since COVID and how everything is just going towards cutting out um, being able to interact with other humans. Now, they will give the excuse of we're trying to be safe, COVID, things like that, but you, you have to be able to interact with other humans. At the work spot, that's definitely important, but the more and more and more that it seems like that they're trying to cut off their interaction between other humans, only thing that you're going to have to go off of is what they're trying to program you with. Exactly. And that's how you create Manchurian candidates. Exactly. And that's how you have no longer understanding as to. You ever have those questions to yourself? Am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? You can't answer that until you've had an interaction. And that interaction does not include a machine who is programmed to not understand the minutia of human emotion and growth at right. that particular time. Right, because through text, you can say whatever you want to say through text or you're typing something, but the emotion that you're trying to portray behind it, a lot of times people don't understand it or they don't get it because you're not interacting with that actual person. So it's easier to be a drone 
when you're brought up to be like that. And the world was not created to have thrones. We're all supposed to have our own beliefs. We're supposed to be uh, social beings that socialize with other people, be able to express emotions. And I just feel like technology or the big wigs behind the technology understand that they're just cutting that off, cutting it off. But they're giving excuses like, oh, we're in a pandemic, so people can't talk to other people, people can't be around other people, and then the world starts to go crazy in a spiral down. Yeah. That interaction, human interaction. Exactly. The one thing, not one thing, but one of the many things uh, that I, I wanted to leave everybody with yeah. is the understanding that we have always, and when I say we as humans, have always been able to solve our issues. We've always been able to work together, exactly, regardless of our ethnic background, exactly. regardless of our religious precursors, regardless if we're tall, short, fat, skinny, fast or slow. We, as a people united, uh-huh. have always been able to solve our own problems. And when we're not able to, there is a standpoint where we need to take back our power as a unified front and understand the few people that supposedly have this power only have it because we allow them. Because we give it to them. Remember, we have water filters and actual osmosis machines that can help people in locations across this entire globe. Right. It's not happening. It can happen. It's just is not happening because there needs to be some type of dissension for control. The control should not be the livelihood of how you grow or how your next generation is going to grow, but how we're going to be as a better society, as we're going to be better humans. You know, this technology thing and how we compare it back to the Egyptians, and we can't figure out why and how they were able to build certain things. And we have all this technology and can't recreate it. Well, I can tell you this, face forward, with all my voice and all my might, the reason why we can't recreate it is because we aren't the same team. Look at that in history. All that stuff that we were doing as a people, as humans, we did it as a team. Now we have much more industry, separation and dissension. Everybody has to have their own company with their own niche instead of sharing. And now we can't recreate the very things that were done. You don't think that has a correlation? You don't think that that's part of the obvious workforce? Look at yourself and the people around you. Be strong, not weak. It's your man Reggie Matt. Yo! But we just put it in. Like I said, we're doing it like it's supposed to be done. This is your boy, Ezar. This is your man, Reggie Mack. And we're doing it like it's supposed to be done. Voice of the Unheard. And we out. Peace.